Hello, 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 and welcome back to Release a Podcast, where our motto is letting go of things that hold you back. I am Cynthia Haynes. And I'm Harold Weaver. And so on today's episode, the topic that we chose is called the spirit of offense. The spirit of offense. And so I'm going to give you the definition of offense. Um, it says annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult or disregard for oneself or one's standards or principles and so um i heard um this topic being talked about today and i just talked to her and i was like i think that's a good topic to talk about and, and do further discussion about it because how many people are walking around being offended and they end up holding this resentment or the um the disrespect that they felt that someone did to them and then they get caught into this feeling and they never because they never talked about it they never try to resolve it and the other person might not even know they offended them and so then it turns into the spirit of offense because coming from a spiritual aspect this type of if you hold on to an offense it does turn into bitterness it turns into um, resentment and then it's like a spirit that hangs on to or grabs on to that particular emotion and then it overtakes you and now you're separating yourself from people you're always mad you don't trust anybody because you have been offended and you never even discussed it with nobody you never even talked to the person to let them know that they did it but you have an attitude with it and now you're not talking to anybody i believe that um there's a lot of people walking around that's feeling offended and don't even understand what that is doesn't even understand what being offended feels like to even be thinking that they've been offended Mm -hmm. i also believe that that's another mind control thing Mm -hmm. and i say that because again easier said than done but um there's people that you can't offend Mm -hmm. because they believe that whatever you allow that other person to feel that they have power over you with is what they're going to continue to use as that power over you. So how do you prevent that? Well, those are the signs that, again, that once you understand what's going on, when you realize what you're dealing with and how you either respond to it or don't is the difference. So ask yourself, have you been offended? And if you have, think back. Could you have prevented it? Could you have changed the whole scenario? Could you have taken more control over the narrative so nobody would have felt offended, starting with yourself? I believe this is one of them things that it can be prevented. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that if you don't feel like you've been offended, if you don't allow yourself to think that you've been offended, then you won't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. And if you can control that emotion, mm-hmm. then it would help that person that feels like they have control over that emotion, mm-hmm. meaning the both their own and yours mm-hmm. it starts with us mm-hmm. it starts with you the individual you can't offend me mm-hmm. and the only way that you can is if i allow you to think that you did mm-hmm. and that's the that's the challenge that's the test that's the battle that each one of us individually can already win mm-hmm. before we end it mm-hmm. but like you said mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't even realize when they've offended someone mm-hmm. 
But then there's also those people that know exactly what they're doing mm -hmm. when they offend someone. Mm -hmm. But the way I see it, that's one of them things that you can control, but you have to believe that you can. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't believe that you can, then you won't. Mm -hmm. But that will also help you with not offending anyone as well by controlling the fact that they can't offend you. Right. Now, are you going to be looked at as, you know, abnormal or crazy? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people feel like that you cannot prevent being offended. Mm -hmm. I like to tell a story every now and then when it comes back in mind that uh, still to this day, my dad says that there's always room for some form of confrontation. And each and every time he brings it up, I ask him for an example. And he ain't gave me one yet. Mm -hmm. Because, again, that's another one of them things. We might want to talk about that one week. Mm -hmm. Confrontation. Mm -hmm. Can you really be in a confrontation if you choose not to be? Mm -hmm. Again, you're going to be talked about, look that crazy, but it's possible. Mm -hmm. Once you, again, believe in yourself that you can control your own emotions and not allow somebody else to, you'll see the difference. Mm -hmm. And the more you start believing in the difference that you're seeing and feeling, the easier to become to you to bring out when it's needed mm -hmm. come on sir so um like how i was saying it is it's it's a process and the other thing that i um was what i heard in the message that i heard today um the person was saying that if someone comes to you and they say that they feel like you offended them you apologize but in your apology you don't say if I offended you because the person already told you that you did and their reality might not be your reality. You might have felt that you didn't, but the person who did feel it is their reality. And so sometimes just how you word stuff to people can make a difference because by you coming saying, if I offended you, that's putting, that's basically saying, I don't believe I did. And even if you didn't, that person is still hearing you say if, even when they didn't told you that you did. That makes sense what I'm saying. So we have to be careful, you know, and know who you're talking to. I think me and Harold talked about this before. Know your audience. If you already know that they're going to act a certain way or they're going to take something um, personal or they're going to go too serious when you say certain things to them, then don't do that. Know who you're talking to. And then if, if it if it becomes a, a you know, an issue or a concern that you got to always watch what you're saying, then that might be somebody that you shouldn't be talking to. Right. You need to change your circle. But we do need to be, you know, a little cautious on what we're saying when we're saying to people and how we're saying it. Because me and Harold talked about this before, that sometimes I might be saying something and he's interpreting it totally different from what I'm saying. And just just to say even that word confrontation, sometimes I believe there's two sides of a confrontation. There's a confrontation what I've seen in my own family when people um they're not they confront one another but they're coming they're angry coming and trying to talk about how they feel, how the other person feeling. So nothing's getting resolved and all they're doing is just making more of a, a wedge in whatever their relationship is but there's another form of confrontation like you're saying if somebody if you offended me then I should have the right to say hey and let you know what you said it hurt me and then you should be mature enough to say 
well, I'm sorry that, that what I said did that for you. I didn't intend for that to happen. And then it's over with. That's another form of confront, confrontation. We used to call it um, carefrontation. Right? Carefrontation. Because it's not that I'm coming to attack you. I'm coming to get an understanding. I'm coming to communicate with you so we can get an understanding together and come on this on this one accord. Yeah. So, um, it's you know, like you said, it's it's a process because if if um you used to talk in a certain way or be in a certain way because that's just who you are. If somebody that doesn't really know you, it can appear that you either don't care about their feelings, you don't care about what they're talking about, and you just doing whatever. And then that's how they that's how the offense comes. But um I got an example. Go ahead. I just thought of one that um didn't happen recent enough, but um it wasn't long enough ago that it's been forgotten. So, I was at my nephew's wedding. I think it was a year ago now, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw my ex-sister-in-law. Um, she was there because he's uh, she's his mom. And I hadn't seen her in years. Um, but I recognized the one I did see her. And I guess when she saw me, she recognized me, but it caught her off guard because we hadn't seen each other in so long. She, you know, made a big deal out of it, I guess. And um, we ended up talking, catching up, whatever. So long story short, all I was doing was being me. You know, just talking like I normally would with anybody I hadn't seen in a while. And um, she offered uh, me to come by and um, come visit. I did the same. So long story short, come to find out that so has, so that's been said. She went and told my brother that I tried to come on her. He chose to not even bring it to me, but to take it somewhere else. So by the time it came back around to me, it caught me off guard. So what I did with it, instead of what most people would have done with it, I didn't get offended. Because like Cynthia said, I had to realize who I was talking to at that time. I had to realize who I was talking to then, um, discussing it, which was my brother. And then I had to make the decision of what I was going to do next. And that's where the response comes into play. So I have no idea what my brother expected me to say. But what I ended up saying, because I knew who I was talking to, was this. I apologize. I apologize. I said I apologize to him. And I apologize to his ex-wife for any type of offense that either one of them might have gotten by what I was said, didn't say, or shouldn't have said. And it's just that simple. So why did I use that example? Because I feel like that's one of them examples where I could have easily, what, felt offended myself. I could have easily got into a confrontation. But why? Well, let me tell you why. Because these are the things that a lot of people look forward to. These are the things that brings attention to people that don't feel like they get enough just being themselves, just being normal, not having to look for, reach out and beg for attention. Just be yourself. Your own security will bring your own attraction that you don't have to go get. And that's the difference. And why did I say that? Well, that wasn't enough. My apology wasn't enough. Why? Who knows? But I think 
I believe that it wasn't enough because they expected me to blow up. They expected me to call somebody a liar. They expected me to do and say all the things that I didn't say and do because I didn't feel like it was worth it. And it wouldn't have been any better than it had already gotten. So what did I do? I apologized. And it still wasn't enough. So what's my point? Like Cynthia said, you have to realize your circle. You have to realize who you're dealing with. You have to realize who you're talking to and understand the difference between the language that you're using and the language that you shouldn't. I've been told a long time ago, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. And sometimes it's how you say it that maybe you shouldn't say it at all. But the key is to realize who you're talking to. Understand that some people you can talk to a certain way and some people you can't. Some people you don't need to talk to at all. And it shouldn't take you that long to realize the difference. Because if it does, then you probably shouldn't have been talking to them at all from the start. So at the end of the day, like we do every week, ask yourself, what does being offended mean to you? What does being offended mean to you? Ask yourself, have you offended anyone of your own that you didn't even realize you did because they chose not to acknowledge it or because they chose to ignore it? Those things are not good either because when you do that, you tend to hold on to that. That's where the resentment comes into play. When you hold on to being offended for whatever reason you choose to, it ain't going nowhere. You're just going to be carrying it around until the next time. Either that you get offended again or you feel like you still are not in that position to get over get over it by talking about it. Iron it out. A lot of people get offended and don't even, don't even acknowledge whoever it was that offended them so it could be healed. So it could be settled. Hmm? So it could be rid of. And that's how you end up getting what? Vindictive? Jealous? Resentful? All of it falls under the same umbrella. Yep. But the key, once again, y'all know where I go. Y'all know where I come from. Mindset. Mindset is the answer. Mindset is the ticket. Mindset is the overall challenge for each and every individual to include me. Come on. I think also, too, that we have to take a, um, a look at our our heart like our past experiences things that we've been through because one question you can ask yourself is if it's you that's getting offended why are you getting offended what's making you get so offended by what this person said or didn't say how they looked or how they didn't look because it could be from a past traumatic experience that you might have had and you just you just being triggered so these are some things that you need to pay attention to. You need to find out why am I getting so offended by this? Emotion. Yeah. And then figure it out. And then that probably answer a lot of questions that'll probably solve, uh, save you a lot of emotional stress that you didn't have to, um, go through. The other thing I want you to, um, think about too, is that even when you, like Harold said, even when you apologize, you did your part. It's not for you to make the other person accept what you gave them. You just did your part. And then if they if they don't want to accept it and they want to hold on to it, then you just got to let them hold on to it and just pray for them. Because, like I said, there's a spirit of offense. And once it gets on a person, they don't even realize how deep they're in that and how resentful they have become. They become this 
angry person and when you see them they look like they mad all the time and when you even you know address it or say hey what's going on they're saying nothing but really they're wearing it and they don't even realize it because they've been holding on to it so long they become it it's become their norm yes so it's hard for them to see it. it's hard for them to see it and so you don't want to be that person and so that's why we decided, you know, let's talk about this topic because it's easy to get offended. If you allow yourself, yeah, yeah, if you allow yourself to be there, you know, but if it does happen, because we all are human, you need to ask yourself why before you start um, having a, a resentment towards somebody or even having a um, um, judging somebody. But talk about it. Let them know what they did that hurt you because why are you holding on to it? You're the only one sitting back holding on this. They're going to live in their life. They didn't even realize it. Two wrongs don't make a right either. That part too. Keep in mind that two wrongs don't make a right. So just because you feel like you're being offended, you coming back to offend them as, as well ain't going to make it any better. Right. And that's the last thing, pretty much, depending on who this is, that's the last thing they're expecting for you to come back differently yeah. than how they came at you. Yeah. And if you try that a couple of times, you'll see the difference and how easy it is to do than to be coming back at somebody that ain't even worth you coming back at. Yeah. That's energy you could put somewhere else. Yeah. That's another subject for another day. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I don't have a scripture verse, but there is a scripture verse that says where God is telling them, if you have a gift and you come and bring it to the altar, if you have a um, offense with a friend or family, whoever, Leave your gift at that altar, go make it right, and then come back and present it. You present it. But you got to go and get yourself together first before you come to the to the altar in the presence of God. So that's just how serious this can be if you don't get it resolved. It will, it will mess up your, your Christian walk. It'll mess up your, um, what I want to say, um, your persona. Um, if you if you hold on to this offense, you know you you just you just need to get it right. Well, another thing is you don't have to do this by yourself as well. That's if this is something that hits home for you guys, then that means that you've been through it at least once before, and either you're still dealing with it or you don't know how to get over it. You don't know how to get help for it. You don't know how to um, get past it on your own. So my point there is you don't have to. You don't have to. There's counseling. There's um, health centers. There's family. Some of these things that we talk about, you could easily talk to and about with your family members that might have a little bit more experience, a little bit more knowledge than you do. And you'd be surprised how much little you don't know that could help you with what you thought you knew to get to where you're still trying to go. Because, again, I keep saying every week, as long as we have another day, then we got more time. Time waits for no one. But as long as we're still here, then we still got time. Because that means God has not done with us. That's why he's given us another day. To not only not only show us, but tell us. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That he's not done with us. So it's up to us to know that so we can continue, continue to move on to get that. Mm -hmm. To get what we got left. Mm -hmm. Come on, Sam. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope that what we talked about um helped you maybe gave you a little bit more to think about that's that's our um purpose is to um give you thoughts Open give you communication yep for you to to go back and just think about some of this stuff because you might not have thought of it and so um
Yes. <laughs> yeah, but you have any um, comments, concerns, any topics you want us to talk about, you can you can reach out to us at releaseitpodcast at gmail.com. Rate us on the apps that you're listening to us on. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. I've been seeing like we get like I get like the little emails from um, the host from the um, that's hosting the podcast. And it shows how people are even going back looking at some of our old stuff so um thank you and um harold <laughs> harold be taking us out in prayer this week because it seems like uh i gotta bring cynthia back in so let's do it father god thank you again we can't thank you enough but you already know that once again you gave us the the knowledge you gave us the strength you gave us what we needed in words to put out this podcast this week you know, it seems like we wait till the last minute to come up with a topic, but it's never too late because it's in your time. And because of that, we keep the patience, we keep the faith, and we continue to give you the glory. And with that being said, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Next week. Amen. We're out. Oh, no.